Hello, this is Lisa DeLay, and you are listening to the Spark My Muse podcast. This is Soul School, Lesson 178, A Voice of Calm. We as a community are reading some books in the beginning of this year, and the one for January is called Revolutions of the Heart, Literary, Cultural, Spiritual, by Yahia Lababidi. He will be joining us on Crowdcast Live on February 3rd. So if you haven't picked up a copy of Revolutions of the Heart, please go do that. He is Egyptian-born, living now in the United States, and he has excellent perspectives and spiritual acumen that I know you're going to enjoy. For February Together, we're going to do a devotional. The people who listen to this podcast tend to be people who want to be part of the solution, want to be a generative part of their world and of making the world renewed and a better place. And that's why I'm picking a devotional for February by author Robert Monson, Subversive Stillness, an Anti-Racist Devotional for the Everyday Believer. What's so beautiful about this devotional is that he centers it in embodied practices. The first one being rest and stillness. And then out of those places, we can come to see the world in ways that help everyone flourish. I'm going to read from day two of this a little later on. But I also want to mention that January 6th, which was a very distracting day in American history, we had a live discussion with Charlotte Donlin about her book, The Great Belonging, How Loneliness Leads Us to Each Other. And this was a wonderful discussion and the best kept secret. It is now available for replay. If you go to sparkmymuse.com, if you click in the book club tab, you can watch this conversation with me and Charlotte. And we talk about loneliness and belonging, what that has looked like in 2020, what that has looked like in 2021, how it's contributed to where we are now, some of the problems plaguing America, plaguing our own hearts. Anybody who goes and decides to watch that, I think you'll really be blessed by that and get a lot out of it. The book club conversations with authors are every first Wednesday of the month. And the first Wednesday in May, I'll feature my own book, The Wild Land Within, that is coming out in April with Broadleaf Books. I just got the first advanced reader copy sent to me, and it is wonderful to feel that book in my hand and have it sent out to advanced readers before it releases to the public April 6th. It's coming quickly, and I'm very excited to get into your hands. On some Soul School episodes, I'll be reading some excerpts from the book so you can get an idea of what's in there and hopefully get excited to read it. Now, on page 23 of Subversive Stillness, I'm going to read what Robert Monson has written for us. This is called Rest is a Form of Resistance, Day 2, from Psalm 131-2. Surely I have composed and quieted my soul like a weaned child rests against his mother. My soul is like a weaned child within me. The imagery of a child resting upon his mother is one that usually evokes a sense of warmth and safety, intimacy. In the embrace of a parent, a child instinctively knows that they can flourish and develop. They know that their needs will be met. They can be at peace. For many, though, this is not the story of their childhood. Many in this nation grow up in homes that are profoundly dysfunctional, abusive, 
These homes are filled with anxiety and desperation. Historically, America has not held the flesh of all its children the same. Many native black and brown children have been brutalized. Many have been torn from their families. At the time of this writing, there are many immigrants still seeking refuge in America who are being held at the border in very inhumane conditions. These conditions have led to unnecessary deaths for children. Undoubtedly, these words are leading to anxiety rather than rest. That's okay. The rest that God provides is not a rest found upon ignorance or platitudes. To enter God's rest, we must enter it with the truth. It cannot be a rest that allows passage based on privilege or economic status. Neither can it be gained by race. At the bottom, there is a call to action piece. Today, think of the rest that Jesus provides. Contrast it with the lack of rest that the world has afforded to many around this nation and the world. Pray through the thoughts and the images coming to your mind and journal anything that seems relevant to you. These short meditations are for four weeks that we will read every day in February if you'd like to journey with us through this. And this is another way to celebrate the work and the voices of black authors such as Robert Monson, who's a good friend and a dear soul. I'm going to read from the back of this devotional so you can get a little more idea of why this is picked for February. And Robert will meet with us on the first Wednesday of March to speak with us about his book and if you have any questions. Tamise Spencer, founder and CEO of Subculture Inc., writes on the back, What we hold here, together in our hands, are the pearls of a faithful, brilliant, and prophetic cultural shepherd who longs to see the people of God made whole. Describing the book on the back cover, the tensions in America over racism have spilled into the streets. Protests have now been seen across various cities, both within this nation and other nations. With all of the chaos, there has been various answers given to how to affect change. How can a Christian have an ethic of anti-racism that is rooted in the scriptures and the Imago Dei? This anti-racist devotional gives a unique approach to the devotional landscape and merges prayer practices with restorative acts of justice. So if you want to be part of the solution to the injustices and inequalities in the United States, start reading the works of black people. Start listening to what they have to say and start doing it. This is one way that can be done. I highly recommend this devotional, whether you read it in February or any other time of the year. I hope you will join with us and then meet with us the first Wednesday in March at 7.30 p.m. on Crowdcast. The link to that will be in the book club section at sparkmymuse.com. The previous week in the United States has taken its toll on me. I didn't think in my lifetime I would see an attempt to overthrow the United States through bloody conflict. And yet, we are often too quick to try to move forward and not reflect on why such things happen, 
our own complacency, and how much we are dependent on God. And two, I feel the need to be comforted and be calmed by the very God I worship, and to accompany you, too, to a new kind of calmness and rest that is needed during tumultuous and chaotic times. I found this prayer that is beautiful. It is the beautiful words of an old Quaker hymn that can still be found in the Episcopal hymnal from 1940, hymn number 345, if you ever want to look it up to learn the music to this prayer. And it goes like this. Dear God and Father of all of us, forgive our foolish ways. Reclothe us in our rightful mind. In purer lives thy service find. In deeper reverence praise. Drop thy still dews of quietness till all our strivings cease. Take from our souls the strain and stress and let our ordered lives confess the beauty of thy peace. Speak through the hearts of our desire thy coolness and thy balm. Let sense be mute, let flesh retire. Speak through the earthquake, wind, and fire. O still, small voice of calm. So that was an old Quaker hymn that is a prayer, and I'll read it one more time, and I hope that you can let this be your prayer today. Dear God and Father of all of us, forgive our foolish ways. Reclothe us in our rightful mind. In purer lives thy service find. In deeper reverence praise. Drop thy still dews of quietness till all our strivings cease. Take from our souls the strain and stress and let our ordered lives confess the beauty of thy peace. Speak through the heats of our desires thy coolness and thy balm. Let sense be mute, let flesh retire. Speak through the earthquake, wind, and fire, O still, small voice of calm. Sometimes silence is the best kind of prayer we can have as we still our hearts and quiet ourselves before God, realizing that we don't have the right words to say, that we are fully dependent on God, and that the chaos around us and the madness that seems to be happening is beyond our comprehension or our ability to know what to do. At the same time, we must be resilient and be willing to continue to do good and continue to help others and continue to see how other people other than ourselves are affected by our country and our world and the sufferings and struggles that happen. I hope that you will make space for the feelings and the struggles that you're having, and give yourself the grace to move through them at your own pace. Next week, I will be back with a return guest, Christiana Peterson, and her new book, which is going to be a very powerful episode indeed. And I thank you for accompanying me and journeying with me through the different episodes of this podcast. I don't always have the answers or the words to say that fit the moment, but here we are together. And here we will continue to walk together, come what may. May you find blessing and peace and strength for the journey.